Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. How good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We are, whoa, what is that? I'm hearing myself over in the other studio, so that means it's definitely going back through the mic. There we are. Hi, we're brought to you by Extend. How are you? Excited about today's podcast, Kenny. Uh, so you had a Photoshop, or so, a listener sent a Photoshop of me sitting next to Deshaun Watson, and uh, who, that's his girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna. Okay, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm not. I don't mean anything. A Photoshop had me sitting with them, and I wrote Jesus and tweeted it to you. I don't think people are seeing me in the Photoshop, and they think I'm upset (laughs) that Deshaun Watson is sitting there. As you see, my response to some people here, unbelievable. So that's where we're at right now. We're being we're being sensitive over listener Photoshop. So. Uh, I told you in, uh, I think, the second to last segment today, people can always go back and listen to it, very weird feeling about what today should have been an awesome day. And I know the Browns lost. I know that they've lost two in a row, and the defense is starting to get, I don't want to use the term exposed, because I just think it more it has more to do with Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. If they're healthy, you're not getting exposed. So I don't think you're getting exposed. I think... Maybe Jim Schwartz needs to be a little more open-minded, but we'll see. We'll see what happens this week when they're potentially not going up against Trevor Lawrence. And I just expected everybody to be excited and call the show today and say Super Bowl, Super Browns, not relishing in the fact that a quarterback injured himself, but that we are going up against C.J. Beathard this week at home. That's a huge deal if it is the case. It's not official yet. But anybody who watched the game last night, and yet today all people wanted to talk about was what Deshaun Watson was wearing, how he looked in the stands, because Joe Burrow was on the field in a sling, but looking like an assistant coach for the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday. And yeah. me and you said countless times, guys, you're being absurd. First of all, Pittsburgh game, he was on the field. He did have, he didn't have a headset on, he had his, an earbud, I think that was attached. Um, he heard the dialogue between the coaches. I, I'm, I'm assuming that's what it was. I, I don't think he had, uh, you know, New 102 on or any of our, our our sister stations on. Like, I think he was listening to the coaches' interaction. And yet, people today wanted to again relitigate the Deshaun Watson trade, which is leading me to believe that people are not 
Those people, not everybody. The city will be excited if the team makes the playoffs. But I have this weird feeling in, in the pit of my stomach that so many people are wrapped up in their arguments, and because Deshaun Watson is not playing, they're like, all right, yeah, great that we make the playoffs, but who cares? I can't believe that. I am just not feeling the good vibes. Well, we had the caller Henry who really ended the show. That was that was pretty wild, eh? Uh, I didn't understand why he was screaming. Hendry. Well, him and his wife were screaming at each other about the Browns, and then he called us up, and Hendry was upset. So I... uh. Uh, Jeff Genko on X says, great Hendry reference. Hopefully Karen settles down in the background. <laughs> that was all the money we had, Karen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Our producers are out. Yeah, they're both out. We're well, both out, so Double we're just, A's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> won't see him no more. <laughs> poor Double A. Not poor. I shouldn't say poor. He's, uh, he's going to be doing just fine. But, you know, we'll miss him. And people are saying we did not give Double A the send-off, the proper send-off that he deserved. And to that, I told you that we need to have him on the podcast. Uh, I, want, I want to have him on the podcast. I think we will. We're going to get into the psyche of what it's like to work for us. Because you don't work for us, but in, in essence, you kind of do. I know well, that sounds terrible. That's, I don't I'm know if I want to put it that way. I'm not any of the producer's bosses, <clears throat> but I feel like they feel like they work for us because, hey, what do you guys need? What can we do for it you? It is a whole what do you need thing, mm-hmm. which is weird, but... They work with us because we need your ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? By the way, there is a job opening uh, for anybody that's listening to the podcast wants to work in radio. Yeah, it's true. Do you want to work with us, though? Would you be scared to work with us given... Seeing how the sausage is made. You're now seeing the videos. It's a lot more serious than what you think. And once you've seen the videos come out of the two of us... Going either after each other or going after other radio hosts. I think a lot of people up, would like to see that live. Or going after other radio stations. I wonder if that would dissuade some people from wanting to work with us in the future. We, Yeah, that's that's some pretty wild stuff. I hope, am I getting a check on your mic and whether or not it's good or not? Because I swear to God there was programming before and now I, I don't have nothing. So anybody who's listening, please tweet whether or not his mic is working again so we can get this thing figured out. Or I'm just going to have to call Andy and we're going to have to postpone this right here live. I'm not sure. Um I'm just kind of waiting to see because I don't want to go any further. We're in a holding pattern. We don't want to waste the good stuff. Okay, Zach says it's all good now. Hey, here we go. Thank you very much, Zach. We appreciate it. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. X T E N D A V dot com. Sorry about that mishap. Just everybody. Just in summation, what I wanted to say uh, before Ken's dream came true of my mic being cut off is that I I hate it when you. I feel this weird this weird feeling that I think fans understand now. Like the haze in the barn with the winds. We're on our fourth quarterback. Defense, trying to get healthy and then get back to Cleveland Browns football for 2023, which is defense first, right? Mm-hmm. What is the excitement level? I really want to start to capture this from Browns fans because somebody said, is Ken going to cry this time around? And I said, I don't think Ken will be. I cried the first time for the fans. I was emotional with the fans. If the fans are emotional, I may get emotional. Will they get if emotional? If the fans this are not emotional, around? I might. I don't know, but I'm not going to sit there. Kenny, every See, I'm, day I mean, it's Stefanski hate. In no, 2020, I'm going to be wasn't. excited for my excitement. In 2020, Kenny, it wasn't Stefanski hate after every game, win or lose. 
now. No, it's almost they saved the franchise I, and the entire idea of of what we went through yes. to win football games. I was very close today yes. to not having a meltdown because I already did it. We've already done that. It was after the San Francisco <coughs> game when I couldn't believe we were getting phone calls about how bad Stefanski was. I'm telling you, I don't want to have to do that again, nor do I think I should. I, I just don't understand how people are looking at this team and somehow thinking the coaching isn't good. I just don't understand it. You're always going to have a problem with X's and O's and a loss. Of course, you're always going to have issues with play calling after a loss that goes on in every single NFL city every week. And even by the way, when teams win, they go after some of the play calling. So I don't get to this stage of the game. Here we are towards the end, getting close to the last month of the season that we're just going to, after every game, stay Stefanski had bad play calls. Yeah, every coach has bad play calls. Who's calling the perfect game? Maybe Kyle Shanahan has lately. Maybe against Philadelphia, he called the perfect game. It helps when Debo Samuel is untackleable. It helps when Christian McCaffrey, you know, gets a, a five-yard hitch and he's gone. Uh, Brendan Ayuk, I mean, all these guys, yeah, that makes the coach look really good with their play calls because they beat up on a really good Philadelphia team. Other than that, do you think... Do you think Jacksonville felt really good about their coaching yesterday? I'm going to go on a limb and say no. How are they feeling about Zach Taylor when he dialed up the, the trick play that didn't work? I thought it looked terrible, I, do you but wanna, it was an interception. Do you want to go through every coach? How do you feel about Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh right now? Buffalo with McDermott. Guys, where are the people happy with their coaches in the NFL? Mike McCarthy, what is his record now with the Dallas Cowboys in his three years? He's been there three years. Right, he's got to have a sixty-five percent winning percentage. Are they happy with Mike McCarthy in Dallas? Dallas might have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Like it, the the path is clearing for the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Are people ecstatic about Mike McCarthy, or are they worried about Mike McCarthy in a big playoff game? You know the answer to that. Yeah, they're worried. What were people saying about Sean McVay before these two recent wins? Oh, doesn't have as much talent. Oh, they're not healthy. They can't win as many games. Guys, this is the league. So do do Cleveland fans think they're unique in wanting to call us after every game, wanting the coach fired? This is bizarre world to me. If I told you again before the season, you're not going to have all these guys, what would you tell me their record would be at this stage? They're 7-5. and five. If I told you all the guys would be missing, what would you say their record would be? <clears throat> Three wins? Two? I bet you some people would say they'd be 2-9. and nine. Or how many games have they played this year? I don't even know. Uh, they would be, well, yeah, they played, no, they played 12 games. So, so they'd, they'd be three be two, and nine. They'd be two and 10 or three and nine. Yeah. And yet here we are at seven and five and you want the coach fired. I don't understand that. I, I just do not understand that at this point. Yes. Every game you're going to bitch. About the well, play it's, uh, but I said on the air with you, it's gotten to the point where they cuss us out for not wanting the coach fired. And I, I'm like, I don't cuss you out. Cause you want the coach fired. I just disagree with you. And I don't want any coach fired guys. I didn't want you fired. Now, at the end of the season, I said, you need to make a decision whether or not you think the guy's right for the job. And if it were my decision, I would separate. They elected to keep him in halfway, not even halfway through the year, they moved on. So I guess I do champion's pose on that. Do I? Sure. Because I mean, I, <laughs> I'm not going to make a decision based on anger. Something that serious based on anger. Because I, I, I do have to... I, I know what the fans are thinking. I feel like the fans are thinking one thing. I think that they're afraid to trust Kevin Stefanski again because of what everything has happened here. And part of that is that I we've been one of the leaders on that. He's definitely made me upset in the past. But also, 
I, I got to think about if they just walked in and said, your ass is fired out of anger, that is not the way you run an organization. You cannot do that out of anger. You can't make decisions that big out of anger and frustration. Because, again, it's then you have to figure out do what you're going to do afterwards. Do we even have that much to be that angry about? No. We're 7-5. Well, and five. But Look it, at them in the landscape of the NFL football season. And that's why I think a lot of people, they just they want to be right. And they live in our world of wanting to be right where – I, I don't like guys. I've been wrong a million times before. I think I've been right a lot, but I've been wrong a million times before. It doesn't matter. And I think he's a pretty good coach. If he if he if he makes the playoffs, I think he's guaranteed his job. Yeah, if I mean, he doesn't make the playoffs, I don't know if he's guaranteed to be fired. Because before I was like, hey, you're either win or you in or you don't. You don't. I mean, if they finish seven and ten. There's nothing I can do for you because now you're going to be playing some not good football teams. That's going to be laid at his doorstep. Lose backups. Yeah. yeah. So it's one thing, guys. It's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win in Denver. So you lose in Denver. You lose. You lose against the Rams. Okay. You were underdogs. But you got backups. In both. You were underdogs in both. That's right. You lose to backups. So then you got a problem. So that's what it is. So it, 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 there will be a conversation. I don't think it's a guarantee that he gets fired if they don't make the playoffs, but that's what it is. And there's guys, there are coaches that I think are better than Kevin Stefanski. If I did a power rankings right now, I don't know where I'd put them, but I, I think there's other coaches that are certainly better. And I guys, I hate and Lima hates coach radio because it becomes all the trendy things. And I think what, what makes, what makes Kyle Shanahan special? Kyle Shanahan is not just special because he calls plays. Kyle Shanahan is a special coach because he grew up in an NFL locker room. He knows what makes an NFL player tick. He knows how to grab their attention. Some things are timeless. The game of football and getting a person's attention and making them believe in you is a timeless art. Some guys can do it. Some guys can't. A lot of guys think they can do it, and they can't. And and it's a... It's something that can be learned over time. Kyle Shanahan has a heads up because he saw that up front and center. Sean McVay, these are both extremely smart men. Sean McVay had a head up because his grandfather, his family is in the NFL. He sees this. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult thing. And so they get a leg up because they're smart. They know schemes. They know the schemes to combat their schemes. They know what it takes to break down a defense and then to make adjustments to a defense that's made that. And it's not just the X's and O's. They know what they want out of building a team. They know what's important. They know that you have to have a couple of rah-rah guys. You have to have the right mix. You have to have the rah-rah guys. You have to have a leader. And it's not just a fake leader, a guy who's a tough-talking leader. Do guys want to play? Notice, Notice the way they play with players. In the NFL, this is the whole Zach Wilson thing. Guys don't want to play with him. They don't want to play with the guy. So Zach Wilson now is sitting there going, what? And this is all rumors, by the way. But if if the rumor is true that he's having second thoughts about playing, I don't blame him. These guys don't like him. He needs a fresh start. They don't trust him. And if they go back to him, they I don't think they trust the coaching staff or the organization as it is right now. They're going to trust him even less. This was Aaron Rodgers' team from the very beginning. This guy was left over here as a nothing. And I thought about this yesterday. A guy named Quinn brought this up on Twitter. And I go, you beautiful bastard. You gave me a talking point for tomorrow. I don't want to bring this up on the air. A lot of people, Sunday... They brought up Joe Flacco. They go, why wasn't? Why didn't the Jets keep Joe Flacco? Why didn't the Jets keep Joe Flacco? And it dawned on me, 
And Quinn asked that question yesterday. And maybe it, Quinn's such a – he's such a joke – I don't want to say jokester. It's a weird a thing to say. A joke person but he, he makes so many called. He makes so many jokes he might have been being sarcastic. But he gave me a thought where he goes, well, why didn't the Jets just hold on to him? Why, why, why wouldn't the Jets just hold on to Joe Flacco? They moved on from Joe Flacco for the same reason we moved on from Jacoby Brissett. Joe Flacco's a veteran. He calms the waters. He immediately calmed us down. Immediately calmed us down. Boy, it was he quick, soothes. too. It was like two drives. Yeah. And Jacoby, there was no reason. Nobody hated Jacoby Brissett. There were things that could always be better, but there was no re- reason to be upset with Jacoby Brissett. They moved on with him because they knew that this guy, they knew that this guy is a good veteran, but we have a better veteran, and we need to make sure that this is his team. And I think the Browns did the same thing. Now, when it comes to Zach Wilson, you hold on to Zach Wilson. Why? Why did you hold on to Zach Wilson? Because ownership loves him because he was the number two overall pick. And Joe Douglas talked ownership into saying that this guy is the next Patrick Mahomes, which we knew he wasn't. But that's what Joe Douglas did. And Joe Douglas is still on the hook for him. So if he moves on from him, now your season is going down the tubes. Your defense, by the way, which we all thought was going to be the best defense in the NFL, has not been that. They cannot get off the field on third down right now. They can't do it. They're not going to make the playoffs. And Joe Douglas is on the hook for this defense and that quarterback. And your hope right now is having Aaron Rodgers there. That's where you're at. But I don't think the Jets make do crazy Jets things because you have Aaron Rodgers there. And if Aaron Rodgers decides that I don't want any of these guys gone, then everybody's going to be safe. Everybody from Joe Douglas to Nathaniel Hackett, obviously Robert Sala, that's all going to be there. So now you have an organization that basically is run like a basketball team where you need to keep these guys here or I'm going to be upset. And I think we probably are going to run into the same thing with the Browns at some point. But I don't. I want to hold that off as far as we possibly can because there's a lot of things that we have to navigate. These are, these are very flimsy things. This is why... I don't mean to keep referencing Andrew, but this is why I roll my eyes with him when he talks about Mike Tomlin. The Steelers were terrible for 40 years. They were awful for 40 years. I went and I read this, and I, and I, <clears throat> I talked to Mueller about it. They offered that job to Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno, mm-hmm. now, I know, think what you want to Joe Paterno, okay? This is the 60s. Joe Paterno turns that job down. Now, this is, Joe Paterno never made a lot of money in his career. This is a professional football job where it was a huge step up. He turns that job down. He knew they were unserious at that time. They didn't know what they were doing. They went through the slings and arrows. I brought this up with ownership last week. You have, I, it, stop me if you, if, if I'm saying too much here. If you Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want to go in a different direction. No, you stop me. The Steelers don't make a lot of moves because they that family has run that organization through four generations. They know... And they and the family that didn't know the original owner Art, they've been scared into it, and they do not want to go and make silly moves and be like a lot of football teams in the NFL. It's the same thing. Mike Brown, I know Mike Brown is a, is tight fisted when it comes to his money. He also doesn't want to make crazy moves to mess things up. You don't want to do these things out of anger. And when we say. You know, the Steelers, they learned their lesson. That's why they're not going to make a move out of anger. They're not going to do crazy things out of that. And everybody goes, we need to be like the Steelers. We need to be like the Steelers. Well, we don't have the patience to be like the Steelers. We didn't We didn't learn the hard way. As much as the games change, free agency and everything, it's still the same. you got to build a football team. And if you can't build a football team and you're just looking for quick fixes, you're going to always spin your wheel. That's why, it, like, if you look at the Browns and what they did over that year where they, the two years where they went one and 31, you can defend it and say, this was not a quick fix. You weren't just trying to throw a piece of duct tape over this thing. You could try to say Holmgren was the piece of duct tape. That's what you could try to say. But they are like, no, we're not going to put a quick fix on this. So right now, you should have the building blocks and the foundations of a really good football team. And by the way, you do have good core quality guys. Yeah, I think they do. Joel Batonio should be a Hall of Famer by the time it's all said and done. He probably won't be because they won't have the playoff appearances. You got Wyatt Teller, who took the challenge, led to him personally, and has become a great player. You have Ethan Posick, who was on, he, he was the Levens of the Seattle Seahawks. Now he's become one of the better centers in the league. You took Dewan Jones, who learns from these guys, who learns from Bill Callahan works his ass off after he was his name was drugged through the mud mm-hmm. in the pre-draft process. Now he's a force. He's playing with one arm and one leg, but he's a force. You do have guys that are good for your foundation. You need foundational guys. You need rah-rah guys. You're going to need a couple of jokesters. You're going to need a couple of dangerous guys, a couple of guys that don't cross them. They, they got that extra gear. That they're willing to take, they don't care who, like a Mike Vrabel guy. Now, Mike Vrabel, like Mike Vrabel is a trenches guy. And you can say, well, Mike Vrabel went to private school, things like that. Y- yeah, Mike, Mike Vrabel is the type of guy that would play any position and fight for any position and fight anyone over a football team. You need dangerous people. Like guys who you think are a little bit unstable. You need that mix. And guys who, like Kyle Shanahan, it's not just calling plays and this play's better than that one, that's why we beat you. He knows that. And Trent Williams, you and I didn't You and I didn't agree with it. We thought, uh, this, he's suing the league. I don't know how much this guy has left. Or he's suing the, he was suing the Washington football team. And now you look at that guy and go, how did I miss on this guy? I, I'm supposed to know offensive linemen. This guy's one of the best. And Trent Williams is a guy who has lined up and went to fight Richard Sherman after a football mm-hmm. game. 
He was just in the wrong organization. He was the right foundational guy in, in a wrong organization that, that never figured out how to do it right. That, guys, is the most long-winded answer I'll ever give you, and I'm sorry to say that, Anthony. That's why I'm never going to go into these situations and say, we, I'm mad we need to fire the coach. I'm mad we need to fire the general manager because it's more than what we think. It is such a seismic shift within an organization in professional football. Sorry. What else you want to talk about? Uh, quickly, because I want to get to that eight on eight football thing, because I don't know much about it. And I want you to explain something about it Okay. real quick. Uh, the quarterback that I trashed, not just after we played them, but then I think the following week they lost. They had lost three straight games. They had injuries. Uh, Brock Purdy, he is your favorite right now in the entire NFL for the 2023 MVP. He is the favorite. Dak Prescott is number two. Jalen Hurts, number three. Mahomes, four. Tua, five. Lamar Jackson. Tyreek Hill all the way down at seven. I know you'll have a thought on that. And then C.J. Stroud. Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, and Trevor Lawrence, who is a big long shot now. So the MVP this year, I mean, that to me, I don't know how you feel about this, seems very watered down, that field. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of weaknesses with all the teams at the top this year. And you saw that. San Francisco lost three times. But they've come back from it. And now it looks like they could have home field again in the, in the NFC. And you saw what they just did to Philly. With that said, Brock Purdy, MVP. Kenny, I just said he's bad at football <laughs> six weeks ago. Yeah, you did. He's the MVP favorite. What's crazier? Me saying I don't think he's that good or that he is the favorite in all the NFL of all the really good players that play that Brock Purdy's the MVP. Because I think this is insanity. You're and, gonna... he, and he has steadied the ship. I'll give him credit. He's playing out of his mind now. And that's why he's the, that's the why way, he's an MVP advanced favorite. Advanced analytics have him number one in everything. That's in why he's an MVP favorite. Stat. If we always did MVP, it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes as it is with LeBron. You should just give him the MVP every year. Mm-hmm. They're, going through a, they're going through a transition of their roster right now with Kansas City. He should be the MVP every year. Like if we just did, who's the most valuable player? LeBron should have 12 MVPs. He really should. We get tired of voting for him. We get tired of talking about him. I think we're tired of talking about Patrick Mahomes. Every What's there bad to say about Patrick Mahomes? I'm not going to say anything about his family. I'm not going to say anything about his wife. Certainly not. It's his wife. I'm not going to say anything Chiefs like that. Chiefs have been good for six years. Yeah. He's been the staple. Yeah. Everybody else except for Travis Kelsey is gone. Exactly. Think about that. From the team six years ago that Kareem Hunt was on and running wild and leading the NFL in rushing yards. Yes. They're all gone except for Travis Kelsey. So I, you brought this up. Yesterday on the phone. I, I hate, I shouldn't keep referencing that. I'm sorry. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, by the way. 0% financing for three years. I went back and I looked at Brian's site. Brian's site was a full-time starter in this league. For four years? One, two, three, <laughs> four, five years. Wow. Six. Yes. I'm going to throw six. Okay. I'm going to throw six. Brian Seid was a full-time starter in this league for six years. 1980, the Browns were 11-5, and five, cardiac kids, 4,100 yards, 30 touchdowns, 14 picks. Settled everything down. I want to know what the other quarterbacks were doing. Because now it's a quarterback, it's a quarterback championship, it's a quarterback award. Mm-hmm. 
other quarterbacks are getting hurt. Yeah, Tyreek Hill should be up for it, in my yeah. opinion. But well, he's not going to win. Here we are. Other quarterbacks, and you go, what would other quarterbacks do with the San Francisco 49ers? Okay, they're hurt. So I can't throw that in there. Yeah. Like, But Jalen Hurts is healthy. I think Jalen Hurts would be amazing with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I do too. But he's also amazing with the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. So you could put – is where where are the odds at? Is Jalen Hurts the leader right now or who's no, leading? The, the leader is Brock Purdy. Okay, Brock Jay- Purdy's the leader. Okay. Dak is second. You have to go to – Where's Jalen? Wait, I don't even – I mean, offensively. It's third. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Third. Okay, I, I was like, he has to be up there. I kept glossing over it. For Purdy, a lot of people like him. That helps. He's a likable person. Sure. We've had him on the show. Likable guy. I also believe that I'll find that interview. This is an organization. San Francisco is an organization. It's proven. I don't think it's just a turnkey offense. If it were a turnkey offense, they'd be they, Trey Lance would be playing. CJ Beathard would have won some games. CJ Beathard would have won some games. Exactly. If it, it, and Warren Sharp always puts up mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan wins all these games and he puts up with all these different quarterbacks and, and Warren Sharp, who you can agree or disagree, there's things I agree with the guy, there's things I don't. He puts up the win loss records with Kyle Shanahan with all these quarterbacks and they're bad records. Yeah, they are. But Brock Purdy does Nick well. Mullins. Yeah, it's not a turnkey offense. Oh, he's a system quarterback. Well, I don't know. You drafted a guy, you traded up, drafted a guy number three overall, and he couldn't run the system. As well as Brock the Purdy. guy picked at the end of the draft. Yeah. And this is a year where all these guys are getting hurt, and it's it's like fate doesn't want any of them to have the award. Mm-hmm. And so Brock Purdy has come back from a serious injury, came back quicker, and he's been through the ups and downs. So it, it, it is so weird, and he has. He has come back uh, as, a, as a better player. Like, he... This is an amazing story this year. Like, if they, I mean, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but if they did, and hey, they'll have home field throughout the NFC. Can you imagine? This is a crazier story than Tom Brady, right? If he wins the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. especially considering Ken, that when they lost those games and I watched them, one of them was against the Browns. We watched it vividly. He had no chance. I mean, the, the, his, his offensive line, Trent, remember Trent Williams was kind of banged up. I don't even know if he finished the game. They had no he McCaffrey. Did that injury, or injured, yeah. They had no McCaffrey. They had no Debo in the second <coughs> half. The Browns won the game. It was a thrilling, thrilling game. Purdy from behind, no chance. And that's still kind of the deal with Purdy. They're up at every game. He is not the come-from-behind kid at all. And I watch him, and I'm like, well, i got to give him respect now. I can't just keep calling him a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. I was wrong. But I also remember what it looked like the minute you took Christian McCaffrey off the field. The minute Debo Samuel was 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 off the field. He couldn't do the stuff Mahomes does. He couldn't do the stuff Josh Allen single-handedly does. No. He couldn't do the stuff I've seen. If he could Justin do that, he wouldn't have been drafted last. So doesn't that mean to me that maybe Christian McCaffrey's their MVP or I mean, God last week Debo? Debo was insane last yeah. week. You're mentioning guys like Patrick Mahomes is physically bigger, faster, mm-hmm. stronger than you have in 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 uh, Brock Purdy. Did you mention Jalen Hurts? Well, I didn't. I okay. mentioned Josh Allen. Josh Allen, thank but you. But Hurts? Bigger, faster, stronger mm-hmm. physically. These are two first-round quarterbacks. The only thing that people wonder with those guys, hate to say it, one was where they came from, mm-hmm. Wyoming, Texas, Texas Tech, Tech, which is like, okay, are these empty calorie yards considering the type of offense they ran before? And the other thing is, another thing you hate to say, how good are they at processing the game? Josh Allen's pretty good. Patrick Holmes is really good at processing yep. the game. For Brock Purdy, I knew Brock could process the game. 
And then you saw him at times, it got, I hope the wrong people don't hear this. <laughs> there were times he was running for his life and trying to make too much happen when he was in college. There were people saying that Brock Purdy, before he came back for that year, was going to be a first-round pick. And then he falls to Mr. Irrelevant. Because we had already we had already seen the magic. And then we're looking for everything bad, yep. and you're like, you know what? Physically, he's not that great. He had some turnovers. They didn't duplicate the Fiesta Bowl season. What are we really getting here? And then you fall. Because he's not, he doesn't have the prototype type of thing. He is the front runner for NFL MVP. I I don't think people, maybe because they think he's going to fall off. Maybe they think he's not really going to win this award. The recent... The recent era of NFL football, this would be one of the craziest stories. I don't think people understand just how crazy this would be that Brock Purdy would have a shot to win the MVP. It's hard to make a comparison other than I would just say it's Patrick Mahomes, just like I would say LeBron James every single year. Kansas City is going to make a playoff run. They're probably going to make a deep playoff run. And Patrick Mahomes is the reason for it. The Cleveland Cavaliers got to the playoffs and made deep runs of the finals because of LeBron James. If I just did it to brass tacks every time, it would be Mahomes, it would be James, and it wouldn't have been. Steph Curry's obviously at a different part of his career and a legend, and he's not Brock Purdy for crying out loud. But I I do think there were a couple of them where guys get tired of voting for the same guy. They get tired of talking about the same guy. They get get tired of talking talking about Jokic. It happens. And so you got to find somebody else, and, and story matters. And I think it matters to the rest of the NFL. I'm sorry, I'm sounding very like I've been battling it the last couple of days, the the sickness. So I'm trying to keep my voice down. So That's I've been okay. sounding very uh, a matter of fact and analytical. I didn't mean to sound this way, but here we are. Do you want to talk about the eight man football thing on yeah, Thursday? Yeah, so I I don't understand. I've never seen eight man football. I've never seen. I've it. never seen it either. I've never. I, I haven't even heard. Like what that is, I'm intrigued as to. I can go as far to bring a coach on this podcast to well, talk about like, it if you want to. Well, I saw the Mogador coach was the That's one the guy I was thinking of on Twitter. Dorney, Adorney, Adorney. Yeah. So I saw him talk about that, and then I brought up some videos on YouTube because in other states, and Owen told us in Oklahoma, they have this. And so small schools in the state of Ohio, who now because of financial reasons and maybe safety reasons, they can barely field teams. Yeah. And there have been games canceled, like, day before, because they don't have enough kids. And so this coach, and I, 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 you brought it up before, too, because some of your guys in the coaching world have yeah. brought it up. Is there a place in OHSAA, State of Ohio, preps, high school football, for eight on eight for some of these schools to have no high school football the way that we always watch it and the way that we've consumed it all these years, but instead to have an 8 by 8 setup. Can we answer this on fr- on Thursday? I would love to. Okay. we got to make sure we do it, though, because yeah. we might get excited about something else, and then all of a sudden it happens. Yep. Some, you know, something else takes place. All right. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Hopefully I will be feeling better soon. Uh, I don't know why I gave myself my own well wishes. That was ridiculous. I just <laughs> I, I just feel bad for the way I sound to everybody today. Uh, go to Extend Technologies, 0% financing for three years. And if Owen's listening to this, uh, you heard the technical difficulties at the beginning. Owen is worth his weight in gold. So now is his MVP stock going up? I think his MVP if, stock is going up. If we can't up, do yes. anything without him, yes. are we just Brock Purdy without Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel? Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 